0: Well, hello, kids, and welcome to Beaver Bites, One Last Bite. Uh, It turns out that we had a bit more to say. Uh, So we decided to throw together one more uh, show for you. And well, to be totally honest also, Mr. Grizzly has been on vacation. We haven't had time to prepare a regular show. So this gives us something to put out while we do. (laughs) Hey, we have no shame. And as we always say, we'll show you how the sausage is made. <laughs> yeah. a little meat grinding, a little meat grinding, a little meat grinding. Um, a lot has happened, but you know what, Mr. Grizzly? um uh, first of all, welcome back. Thank you, thank you. you, thank you very much. You have convinced. Uh, I've had a lot to say, and I've been holding my tongue, <laughs> waiting for you to get back. Well,
1: yeah, I'm like, I looked at their last show, and I'm like, oh i didn't realize i've been gone that long it was you know 10 12 15 days ish i'm not quite sure maybe a little longer and i'm like oh my goodness so much has happened in that time period it's <gasps> ridiculous it's like wow
2: yeah
1: i i, I did it, full full confession uh the first few days on vacation you know you're still plugged in right you know you, you're still trying to disconnect mm-hmm. uh about the fourth day of vacation. I unplugged from everything. And I, I think I said, did it, we did have a discussion, an email or something? I'm like, I got to unplug from everything. Yep. yep. I'm like, yep. I just, I have to unplug from everything. And I did that. I went, I went on a hike in the Gatineau Hills, uh, took some great photos of the city of Ottawa, Gatineau, the Valley, everything was, was wonderful. Um, I went camping for a day and it, um, I was going to, it was supposed to be a three day thing and it turned into one day because it was, um, very chilly at night. Oh, then I uh, then I went to uh, Montreal for like a twenty four hour cycle uh, for the uh, Oshawa Music Festival to see the uh, quite a few artists, but most importantly Jessie Reyes, who I love and adore. Her music, her
0: talent, her art. I think she's incredible. Go see her. All right, so well, there. you are. you heard it first. Well. Maybe not heard it here first. I mean, it's not like Jesse Reyes is unknown. No, oh. she's well known, <laughs> and 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 deservedly.
1: Yes, yes, she's earned every every accolade she has received. She has earned.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm. um, so yeah, uh, it's been thirteen days. I have missed you. I
1: missed
2: you, brother. I missed you too. <laughs> I'm you, I glad
0: that you had a great vacation, but I have missed you. Uh, and I have missed you because like I said, um, uh, we tried to fit this one in a bit before you went, but mm-hmm. it just, it just wasn't happening. Uh, there was, there was too much to do. Uh, and then a lot more has happened since. Uh, so uh, we're going to try to be specific with this one because I, uh, my intention with this one is to go over the last little bits, type some loose ends from the election. Mm-hmm. Of course, we're going to have had a couple of information, a bit of information, sit uh, you know, that's happened since, but we're not going to touch so much on the China and the release of the two Michaels, uh, or national truth and reconciliation day on this one. Uh, that's a separate show. They, they, they deserve their episodes and I, I don't, I don't want to distract from them. Um, but uh, this one uh, is a little different than our regular beaver bites. You know, we were sort of debating whether or not this would be episode 12 or another beaver bites because as opposed to our all our other bites, we have an interview.
1: Yes, we do. Um, yes. and and I'm looking forward to this very much. Misu, and this one's a departure for us. It is. it is.
0: Yeah, uh, it's it's gonna be a good interview uh, and it's a departure because it is our first guest from the right side of the, uh, the political spectrum. Uh, and it will be with Conservative Party of Canada national council member representing Ontario, Bert Chen. And uh, if you that name rings a bell, uh, it should, because he is the one uh, that started the petition uh, to have uh, Aaron O'Toole's leadership reviewed pretty much the night of the result. Or the mm-hmm. day after very quickly uh and he made the news of course as a result and was interviewed a lot uh and in the week that followed uh the conservative party uh council uh seemingly tried to turn the tables and have scheduled a meeting where they're going to be reviewing his position on curious the council
1: that eh? curious
0: curious and parallels to Jason Kenney also, who was supposed to be going into that cabinet meeting and everybody was expecting him to be no longer be premier when that was done. And all of a sudden, by a couple of machinations, something had to be like a show of hands vote to do something. And then nobody wanted to go out on the list. And now there's one person that's expelled from the party, but it's not Jason Kenney. And it's <laughs> yeah. and, and the, the, the confidence
1: vote on the party leaders deferred for what, six months or something like that? Which is like plenty of time. Yeah. I mean. It's plenty uh, of time for Jason Kennedy to kill a whole lot more people. Oh, wait a minute. That that was a thought. That was my thought. That was me thinking out loud.
0: Really what's going to happen. It's plenty more, plenty enough time for, you know, to basically get himself out of this hole despite himself and then still pretend that it never happened or that he provided excellent leadership all the way through or, you know, that the final comeback from this, big thing that they were all afflicted with after the fourth wave was all due to him right Um, i mean you know that's how it's going to be spun right nothing that happened in the first four waves that he screwed up was his fault but everything that happened well after the fourth wave to bring us back to zero that's all him i'm biting my tongue that's just just i'm calling it biting my tongue okay you know why i'm biting my tongue I know why you're biting your tongue because your mother's listening to the show. <laughs> yes. That's exactly Hello. what it is. Hello. Sorry, Mama Mom, but I'm thinking
1: terrible F bombs that need to be rained upon him.
0: <laughs> we call them colorful epithets. <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah but we're 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 gonna have an interview with uh with bert chen and uh so yeah and uh for the listeners who think okay yeah this is gonna be great you know you know because you know we like to call stuff you know we're gonna really go at it like you know we're gonna nail a conservative to the cross uh no we're not gonna do that that's not who we are no that's not who we are uh everybody's welcome in our home whether yes. you share our viewpoint or not because we're going to treat you with courtesy and respect, and uh, that's going to be uh, obvious, uh, you know, during the interview. It's not doesn't mean that we're not going to go places that might be uncomfortable or inconvenient, mm-hmm. but uh, th- we're not looking, you know to go to our guests and said, aha, you support this type of thing and that makes you a horrible person. And That's blah, not who we are.
1: That's not who yeah. we are. We're and, not and, doing
0: that. And, like, and, we actually want to hear what he has to say.
1: Absolutely. It's like a great number of my friends are um, very heavy right-leaning uh, progressive conservatives. Mm-hmm. So they have a difficult time identifying with the current party. Mm-hmm. Right? And they know I'm left-leaning, but they're like, well, what party do you... I'm like... I refuse to belong to any party that would have me as a member. That's Groucho Marx. I refuse to belong to any club that would have me as a member, and and mm. quite frankly, I I have never uh, aligned with any particular political
0: party, and I never will. Mm. I never will. I, I be- was aligned with the party that's given me good gov- peace, order, and good governance at the moment. Precisely, precisely. It's like, well, you should
1: be. I'm like, no, I can't. I can't because. Um, your current leader of that party, which I've very much supported in the past, um, it's not that we don't see eye to eye. It's like we don't see anything in common. Eye to kneecap. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> my goodness gracious. It's like, yeah, your your party has lost its way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, it, I mean, progressive conservatives, I used to support Joe Clark. Well, actually, I would still support Joe Clark the man. Yeah, Because he's a good man. Yes, but the, this current CPC, he would have yeah. nothing to do with them. No. Yeah, nothing. And I was shocked out of my mind that Brian Mulroney came out and and threw all his support behind Aaron Tool. I was like, what? How did he? I, well, a, did he? D- did he kneecap him intentionally? Like, <laughs> I don't know because. Well, you know, right? Like it was a shock.
0: I keep on saying, like the mafia with, but without the loyalty. Well,
1: you have to remember how when Brian Mulroney came out and fully supported Justin Trudeau on, on the uh, Prime Minister Justin Trudeau on the uh, the new NAFTA.
0: Yeah, that's why I'm. That's why I'm asking.
1: Is, Did he? It? Yeah, I support this fellow.
0: He's gonna make all the tough decisions that hit an agenda you've been worried about he's gotta he's gonna you. do them <laughs> I don't know i is it a too I, brute right like maybe maybe Brian thought he was helping maybe just who? <laughs> well uh, you know terrible i'm terrible oh uh, kids uh, <laughs> uh just so you know so we're on the record recording day is friday october 8th <laughs> it was a glorious autumn day at the Beaver oh Lodge. my
1: goodness gracious wasn't it beautiful
0: uh, today yeah like, this is my favorite gorgeous. season like for me this could be like 24 7 weather 365 days a year
1: okay look you know me and i love the super hot heat 38 degrees yep. give it to me i love it i love that if autumn was like this until like, I don't know, Christmas, I'd be yeah. happy, yep, but yep. It, it's, you know, <laughs> in the nation's capital, autumn can go one of two ways. It can be like this, or it yep. can be like, it's going to rain be plus two for the next three months. Yes. And that's the part of autumn I don't care for at all.
2: <laughs>
1: and like, how do you dress for that? Well, and, and, and here's the complication about this morning. So I get up and I go plus 12. I'm not wearing a jacket, so I walk outside. Ooh, it's a little chilly. And I went to lunch, and I'm like, okay, uh, I'm glad I didn't bring a jacket because I'm sweating because it's 24 and sunny. Mm-hmm. Which you know, August, August, October 8th to be 24 mm-hmm. and sunny. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. Oh, I today in shorts and and BT dubs. None of the leaves have changed in the city; they're all green still, still.
0: Yeah. And the grass the other day, just like for some reason where we are in Kingston, this, it was the grass all of a sudden just turned really lush over the past few days again. Weird, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, we, we're going to switch it up a little bit, uh, and we're going to do our gratitude up front today rather than at the end of the show. Um, so we're delighted of course, that you our dear listeners have come to sit with us, uh, we give a big thank you to our podcast's founding sponsors, The Peppermaster, The The V Mysteries from Corvid Moon Publishing and CanadianTarot.com. And we'll have more to be saying about them soon because, uh, Mr. Grizzly, uh, we have received a sampler pack of... Uh, sauces and spicy sauces from the Peppermaster. Uh, I took uh, the mild uh, fire and ice mild and hot, but you've got uh, the the medium and uh, or hot and very hot or something pack. So uh, you're going to have fun with those. I'm looking forward to it. I've already made a dish started with them and uh, yeah, it turned out really well. Nice. Um, first gratitude goes to Hall of Famer Kit Linda who we love (laughs) and she is a, she was nice enough to support our show and she uh, gave us a little comment. Um, She said, just wanted to say that you guys did a great job breaking down what was going on. Now it's all over, but the nail biting, looking forward to hearing your analysis once the results are in and what you see as the most critical issues going forward, facing the new government. That was a comment that she gave on our, uh, our final show right before the election. Cool. Um, then we have uh, Kits, Adrienne, and possibly Michelle as well, uh, who uh, are new supporters. And uh, they have given us the largest donation we have ever had that does not come from a friend or family member trying to encourage us.
2: <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> so thank you very much, uh, Kits, Adrienne, and Michelle. We uh, really appreciate that. And, uh, uh, merci
1: me- beaucoup, mes amis.
0: Oui, oui, merci beaucoup. And uh, we also had uh, a new listener who stumbled upon us, Kit Dean, who sent us a nice compliment. Uh, he said, I have just recently found your podcast and I love what you do. I may be a Mr. Grizzly clone. Really? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I wonder what that means. Sorry it took me so long to find you, but I am here and I truly enjoy your content and presentation. Cheers. Well... Uh
1: clone. I'm curious to meet my clone.
0: Yeah, Kit Dean, you need to write us again and tell us how the, how us you some, think
1: you may be a clone. Yes, we. I would very much like to know, if,
0: if you're my clone, how so, please. Yes, yes, we need to know. Inquiring minds want to know. Indeed. <laughs> um, so, we had an election. Yeah, yeah, we did. And we're a few weeks from it now, and there's been some fallout. Um, uh, there's bit. some interesting bit of fallout there's some interesting tidbits about the election uh we were wondering about turnout uh turnout uh was uh higher actually than 2004 2008 and 2012. Uh, still high as the last two
1: now that being said you -hmm. know there's this whole global pandemic thing so
0: (laughs) yeah but I mean, it's it, it's not inordinately low.
1: No, Can, you're right. It it it, it really wasn't. Um, I was hoping for higher time. numbers. Yes, but all things considered, you are correct. Not inordinately yeah. low.
0: Uh, there are more women and more, as you call them, alphabet mafia. <laughs> mafia. <laughs> alphabet mafia. Love them. <laughs> elected to parliament than ever before. Uh, There are more Indigenous candidates elected to Parliament than ever before, only more by one. But most of the incumbents, if not all of them, uh, that that were running again uh, were re-elected. So that's a big gain.
1: Huge, huge,
0: huge gain. Uh, uh, The Liberals uh, were confirmed as having one more seat, one one more seat yesterday. There was a recount that was resolved. Oh, so it's 161 now? One sixty. 160 this story. especially 160. So for all okay. of you who had, uh, you know, who were collecting at 159 in your pools, uh, you got to give the money back. <laughs> you lost. You lost. Hand it over. Unless the asterisk for uh, that Vong guy counts and then you get to keep half. <laughs> yeah. That's, that, that's what the court decides. That's, yeah. Half goes to the person 160 and half goes to the person who took 159. <laughs> yeah, because they,
1: like literally he's he's not a member of the party, but he got elected as a member yeah. of the party, which is, huh?
0: <laughs> well, it's because okay. they couldn't take his name off the ballot at, at that. Point. It was too late. Yeah, yeah. see, so. That's uh, anyway. Uh, if anybody's wondering, that's binding. <laughs> that's how you split the pool. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's been a hundred years since the first woman has been elected to the House of Commons. Really? Yep. Yeah. Hey, that's 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 pretty awesome, actually. It's a bit Yeah. It, I didn't 100. even realize that. Yep. 102 women were elected to parliament. Yes. uh, Four more than in 2019, uh, which was 98, but two more that at dissolution. So in the intervening two years with two by-elections, two more women had to come in. Uh, So we're now up to 30% of parliament being comprised of women rather than 29, which is not a lot. Big jump.
1: It's it's, it's an incremental increase. Look, I want it 50-50.
0: Yeah, um, I
1: mean, uh, and I
0: sl- almost, almost got there. Right?
1: Okay, Did and, you that and in the news. And I'm gonna lean out on a ledge here. Old white man. Hmm. Old cis het white man. Hmm. And for those of you who do not understand what cis het means, it means I identify with the gender I was assigned at birth. Therefore, I'm male. And het means heterosexual. So for those of you who are questioning because somebody said, what does that mean? Hmm. That's what it means. So I'm effectively a straight, old, white man, okay? There are not enough women in Parliament, and we need more. And I want more diversity. I want more diversity. I don't want it to be all white women. I'd like to see at least a 50-50 split for uh, males and females, men, women, trans. uh, None of that matters to me in that sense, right? Mm Mm-hmm. But I, I do want to see more diversity mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. we're yeah. a diverse nation. So let's have more yeah. representation.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, you know, we're, I mean, 30 is good. It's going in the right direction. Not in the right enough. direction. In the right direction. But yeah, there are countries in the world that are doing really well. And you'd be surprised yes. by some of them on the list, actually yes. Rwanda. Yeah. Cuba. Mm-hmm. Nicaragua. Mm hmm. Iceland had at one point a majority female parliament but then there was a recount and then it slipped back so it's like just to say it's not uh but it's, 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 they're like it's a 50-50 a in Iceland they're Iceland close. Pardon,
1: USA? A 50-50 in Iceland I think, right?
0: Yeah, g- g- yeah, really close too. Yeah. Um so uh despite the fact that 30% of our parliament is women we have dropped from 55th to 58th on the entire on the Parliamentary unions, global rankings of women in national parliaments.
1: Come on, Canada, we can do better than this.
0: We can do way better than this. 58th in the world. We, and and
1: we're still, year after year, we're voted the best country in the world to live in. So mm-hmm. let's make it better.
0: Yeah. Let's make it so, better. The Liberals, the New Democrats, and the Bloc Québécois uh, are all above average. Uh, Liberals went from 33 to 35% women. Democrats, 37.5% uh, to 44% women. Wow. Uh, yeah, that's a big Le jump. Québécois had a slight decrease from thirty-seven and a half to thirty-six percent women. Shame. The Greens, sixty-six to fifty, but you know they only yeah. had three MPs now they have two, so you know margins are going to swing. And there's a the whole the leadership thing that I'm not going to dip into. Went from eighteen percent to a whopping nineteen percent. Wow. Ninety-five percent of the caucus is white. Um. So that's um. Yeah, that's a thing. Um, So just liberals 35, New Democrats 44, Block 36, Greens 50, Conservatives 19. And everyone is white. So, but come and tell us that the problem is how you communicate your policies. Anyway, moving on. Fighting my tongue. <laughs> uh, and to lead credence to the thing that I said, because yes, while the seats look the same in qu- in quantity, it's not the same Parliament. No, right? it's not. There are more than 40 fresh faces in Parliament this year with the 338 seats. So more than 40 seats have changed hands, if not changed parties.
1: Indeed and sides oh, uh, um, <laughs> uh, I see her face I can't think of her name the young woman um, she went to Carlton U she was elected as a member of the new Democratic Party for a riding in uh, Quebec not far from here. She was elected twice she didn't get reelected in the last Ellen time. thank you and she got reelected this time because she 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 was like I'm gonna step away from politics and so many people in the riding were like, no, please come back.
0: You actually she apparently was she apparently once she, she, she got the job she really bucked down and learned she French did. and became like one of the best constituency MPs you could be which is the job. She she, she took it everything. seriously.
1: Yep, cuz she thought no way in hell am I ever going to get elected. She got elected, she's like, "Oh," uh, and she dove in headfirst. And people dumped on her, "Well, she doesn't speak French." Actually, she grew up speaking both languages. She hadn't she spoken lost. a lot of French in a while but she got it back really fast cuz she said okay this is my job and she dove in headfirst so a lot of people had some doubts about her in the beginning but they loved her mhm they reelected her was it twice uh
0: if if you count this one it would be twice
1: right right yeah right it's uh, for 3 uh, Yeah. but like you said she's she's the a member of parliament that really fights for her constituents and I got to yeah. respect the hell out of that.
0: Yep, I, I I will recommend people voting for that, no matter which party they serve. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, that's what you should. The, the, in, in, in writings, when you have a candidate like that, in your writing, you vote the candidate, not the party.
1: Correct. Correct. I mean, yeah. why, do, why do you think Catherine McKenna was reelected twice here? Right, she, You know, the first time, the second time, and then she bowed out. And I don't blame her for bowing out. Because if anybody who listens to this show spent two minutes looking at the vitriol that was thrown at her on her Twitter page or literally thrown at her office, mm-hmm. you would understand why she bowed out after two. I'm like, I I was, personally couldn't have handled the abuse that she did. It was brutal.
0: Unbelievably was brutal. brutal. <sighs> I think this is a good time for a break. What do you think?
1: Yeah, I... Uh... Yeah, I completely agree. Let's let's take a quick
0: uh, commercial break. We'll be right back after this. Kids, it's your eager beaver here. And I'm just so happy that so many of us have gotten vaccinated, that we're doing what we need in order to you know, protect ourselves from COVID, not spread it and stop it from mutating, because it's really important that we do that. 70% of us have gotten our first shot and over 56% of us have gotten our second. This is good. This is really good. Canada's really going for the gold. But about 6 million of us are still unvaccinated, who are eligible, and everybody in Canada who is 11 years of age and younger is still not vaccinated. So we're not done yet. Mr. Grizzly? Well, you know, science is your friend. Talk
1: to your doctor if you have concerns. And for those who have probably read something on social media somewhere, seen something in a video of a or something of that sort telling you that there's metal in the uh, vaccine or that it's an experiment that was rushed to market just to, you know, try and handle the pandemic. I can tell you unequivocally that is not true. There's no 5G chip. There isn't, because that technology doesn't exist to insert into a human being through a vaccine, number one. There is no metal in the vaccine, number two, and it's not new. Remember SARS... In Toronto, about 17, 18 years ago, almost 19 years ago now, that was a coronavirus. This is SARS-CoV-2. It's a variation of the same thing. They have been researching diligently for almost 20 years with the latest state of the art technological, scientific and medical advances. Do not worry about the vaccine from that standpoint. It is completely safe. I myself, fully vaccinated, and I'm allergic to everything there is under the sun. So if I had the uh, strength and lack of fear to get this, I was actually quite excited to get the vaccine. Please, if you are doubting
0: yourself, just talk to your doctor. They know best. Mm-hmm. And you know, if it's a matter of culture, Talk to someone that you know and that you trust. Absolutely. i has received the vaccine. I know that there's a lot of people that are still hesitant and, and many for very valid reasons, and that is okay. But please, 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 the Delta variant is 1.8 times more communicable and especially in close settings. And there are such things as breakthrough infections. Mm-hmm. If you're around... Anyone 11 years of age or younger, the elderly, someone who's immunocompromised, or someone who can't take the vaccine for a legitimate medical reason.
1: Yeah, you run the risk of uh, making somebody else sick, and I know nobody wants to do that, right?
0: Yeah, so please, 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 please do what you need to do to keep the tribe alive. Hell Yeah. And we're back, Kits. And uh, as promised, we have uh, a very good interview for you, which will be very interesting. Uh, And it's an honor and a privilege for us to have it because it's with the first person ever uh, from the conservative side of the political spectrum who has agreed to come on our show. And uh, we appreciate that very much because it's not always obvious for someone to come on a show that has more of our leaning. Uh, But uh, we, as we mentioned uh, in the introduction, uh, this is not going to be a gotcha interview. So, if any of the listeners are there, that. you know, waiting for us to say, aha, you support this, and therefore you're an evil person, and uh, we must like nail you to a cross," that's not going to happen.
2: Not who we are.
0: <laughs> right? It's not who we are. Um, we don't do that. So, our interview guest is uh, a person who has made the headlines uh, soon after the election. Uh, he's a member of the National Council of the Conservative Party of Canada, first elected in 2018, and. Re- Recently, had his term renewed in March. Um, he is he made headlines by starting a petition soon after the election results were out, calling for a review of the leadership of Aaron O'Toole. So, that's the context. Uh, lots of things have happened since then, uh, but we will welcome him. Thank you very much, Mr. Bert Chen. Thanks for having me on. Thank you so much for coming. We really appreciate it.
3: No, absolutely. Happy to chat to some uh, local guys about politics. Yeah. You've had an eventful few weeks. Yeah, it certainly has been.
0: (laughs) Um, Why not um, start off uh, with election night comes in. Uh, The results are coming in. Um, It's not looking, well, you know, A lot of the seat counts look the same, you know, 40 seats Mm -hmm. did change, you know, uh, occupants. So, I mean, there is some real change in parliament, but for the end result in terms of who runs government and we have a minority parliament with, you know, where the liberal government can play on one or two other parties to get a majority. So the situation seems pretty much the same. Um, What prompted you, what were you feeling at that moment and what prompted you to say that, yeah,
3: this is enough. We have to go now. Well, you know, I've been hearing the uh concerns from the conservative party's members, uh volunteers and supporters and and you know, previous voters uh since since uh, about uh, earlier this spring. Um the concerns came uh first with uh the change in the position on carbon tax. Um you know, and then it was evident uh, throughout the election campaign. That, uh, you know, I, I was out in about a dozen different ridings, you know, in uh, Kanata-Carlton for one, which is always a, a very prime seat that the Conservatives uh, strategically want to win. That's um, <clears throat> Sorry? Mr. Paul, seat, right? No, uh, Kanata-Carlton is now obviously Jenna Suds, uh, oh, where nice. McCrimmon had, uh, had retired. Um, and then I was in the GTA as well in, uh, in York region. Mm-hmm. So we look at the seats, very close seat last time, Richmond Hill. Mm-hmm. Yes, and I was also in Markham Unionville. Um you know, I've uh, known uh, members on on the uh, campaign there for for several years now. and then uh, was also out in uh, ridings um more closer to the Halton and uh, Hamilton side of things. and mm-hmm. And these are all seats that conservatives need to win if they want to form even a minority government. And it became evident that we were not going to pick up those seats, and the impression that I had heard at doors that no, you know, even though they are not happy with Mister Trudeau, uh, they're also not impressed with Mister O'Toole, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, some of them, particularly in the Chinese community in York Region, felt very turned off by by Mister O'Toole and the Conservative Party.
0: Was there anything that they were saying specifically that? I mean, other than, for example, carbon tax. And yeah, mm-hmm. I think Mayor Nenshi, Nenshi had also made the comment that uh, Mr. O'Toole going very hard on China did turn off a lot of the Chinese community because culturally it's more, it's not as obvious here that mm-hmm. a comment about the country does not is not reflect upon the people.
3: I think the... Typical conservative votes conservative because of the stereotypes of conservatives want to cut taxes, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. conservatives want to grow the economy, conservatives care about the fiscal situation of the country, mm-hmm. and conservatives uh, want to keep streets safe. Mm-hmm. And I think all of those narratives stopped uh, stopped being associated with the conservatives the second that uh, the budget came out very aggressively, And sorry, the uh, proposed uh, budget came out very aggressively, uh and would have cost even more than um the liberal plan in some parts mm-hmm. um you know the inconsistencies on on things such as conscience rights um regardless of your position on it I think in the end it's people weren't sure what the position was yeah. uh and then finally with a gun control
0: yeah yeah we like to say that there are four Cs when you're, you know, talking politics. You got clarity, coherence, consistency, and constancy, and that seemed to be lacking across the positions.
3: Absolutely,
1: rather wishy-washy, to say the least.
3: Exactly. You know, and colloquially, I, I I knocked on one door um, where I ended up talking to someone who uh, who was an acquaintance. Uh, it, it ended up. And uh, he was telling me that uh, because of the pandemic, he picked up a new hobby and that's uh, airsoft, um, airsoft rifles.
2: Okay. And,
3: and uh, you know, he was, he was supporting the conservatives because of our position in, uh, in overturning the liberal executive order on, on gun control, mm-hmm. uh, which included the banning of airsoft rifles. You know, these are, these are basically BB guns. Yeah, they are. And uh, the fact that uh, uh, Mr. O'Toole flip-flopped in the last week um, I happened to knock on his door a, a day after and he said, nope, you lost my vote. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm, yep. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, I can, yeah. I can see we we on this show because we come from we're coming at it from a different side of the political. Sure. Spectrum. So the reason one of the reasons we wanted to have you on is because we found it interesting that we noticed the same things
2: mm-hmm. uh,
0: over our election coverage. We've been making these comments and uh, and we've been seeing uh, it as a bad thing on both sides. Uh, One, for traditional conservative voters, uh, I think it would be fair to say that you describe yourself as a true blue.
3: I I would. I mean, I think, you know, that's just a label. I would say I've always been a conservative. Yes. I've always adhered to the tenets of what the Conservative Party has stood for. But, you know, you you want to talk about, uh, you know, labels. I, I think I'm actually quite progressive. Mm-hmm. um you know i i uh, certainly believe in climate change you know that my day job requires me to uh is actually tackling climate change um you know i, I obviously as a as a person of color as an immigrant mm-hmm. you know i'm mm-hmm. open to more immigration so I, I think yeah. uh you know everyone is welcome in the conservative party and, and that's that's the, that's the fact it's just uh how do you identify yourself on particular policy points or how you live your life, I think, um, you know, transcends how you believe politically.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, because from, and you could correct me if I'm wrong, it seems to me that your position is based, that, that based on the way that Mr. O'Toole ran for the leadership versus Mr. McKay, and compared to the way that he campaigned, mm-hmm. we have two different people. We had a little bit of a Dr. Jekyll, Dr. Mr. Hyde, or
3: multiple personality thing going on. I think it's exactly the consistency or lack thereof um, in such a short time period that uh, I, I think is is contrary to what the conservative members voted for. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's also ultimately, uh, you know, from a political communication standpoint, um, unfathomable. Unfathomable that this can be uh, this can be tolerated. Yeah, that's, that's malpractice almost. Uh, well, I mean that's that's a legal term, but uh I well, think my, my it's, background
0: it's, is as a communications strategist and I'm watching this go by and I'm saying like this is no. So I'm just like no girl no.
3: It, it, I would say it's certainly fragile, <laughs> sure. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, it's yeah it, it, if it were my shop, there would have been people fired.
3: Yeah, I think um you, know, you bring up a good point. Uh you know, in the last two weeks, um of the people that provided me feedback, you know, I'm getting it from both sides, people who who staunchly continue to support Mr. O'Toole and obviously those who, uh, who want to see him gone. Um, but even for those who staunchly support Mr. O'Toole, I ask them, okay, so what should be, you know, who should be held accountable for all of this? And they all say, oh, he needs to fire those closest around him. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I'll admit, let's let the review process, uh, you know, the the campaign review process uh, unfold. But if that's what Mr. O'Toole's staunchest supporters are saying, that, uh, you know, someone needs to be held accountable, if not the leader himself, but those around him, then I think the leader needs to listen to that as well.
0: Mm -hmm. Because what we had noticed, however, when we were commenting at first was the difference between Mr. O'Toole, who campaigned for the leadership against Mr. Shearer. And the Mister O'Toole, who suddenly became true blue, new mm-hmm. leader with a new approach. Between in that year and a half, or eighteen months, or time between Mister Shear and, and Mister McKay, and we were wondering, how is it that this person has seemingly changed a lot of his values in that short of period of time? And then he's done it again. So at our end, we were sitting there, it was like the people who were. More true blue and wanted that version of O'Toole. Mm-hmm. Were they not paying attention between O'Toole of campaigning versus Sheer versus McKay because that was a the, the alarm bells went off for us
3: then. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think you know the the ultimate thing about what Mister O'Toole ran on in 2020 and calling himself true blue, and, and you'll see this in the video where he's basically walking around Major's Hill Park um, and speaking to the camera is he's going to fight back against cancel culture. He's going to fight back against, um, you know, a lot of these things that are happening, such as, uh, you know, the, the discussion about uh, Mr. Uh, <laughs> our, our first prime minister, Sir John A. MacDonald, mm-hmm. and, and and the controversy around that. And, uh, you know, in that leadership race, uh, he was, uh, you know, behind, his, you know, obviously because most of it was virtual. Um, you know, in his backdrop, you clearly see that there was a, uh, I guess a figurine of uh, of Sir John A. behind him, and you know it would, it would seem clear that he was someone that would be willing to defend his uh, his legacy. But uh, you know, on something simple as that, uh, you know that that wasn't the case throughout the campaign. Arguably, you know, we didn't talk much about reconciliation for any party on the campaign uh, mm-hmm. or or the legacy of our forefathers there. But um, I think. I think that's what Mr. O'Toole at the very core tried to win votes off of was he's going to fight back against all of this on the conservative mm. side. Um, but he he did, did nothing of the sort in the campaign.
0: Yeah. It seems like the first thing that he canceled
3: was his own platform. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. First and last thing.
0: Yeah. And yeah, first and last thing. And the, the thing that we've noticed is that in a campaign where, I mean, in a campaign, you can put the leader up front, or you could put the party and the team and the policies up front. And this was clearly a campaign where we put the leader up front because he put
3: himself on the cover absolutely. of the platform. Absolutely. I, I think, I mean, that's maybe a nature of, of a COVID campaign.
0: Um, yes.
3: But uh, absolutely, yes. Mr. O'Toole's rebranded the Conservative Party first, uh, almost immediately after he was elected, a change in the party logo.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Yes. Yeah. That made it look a little bit like the Royal Canadian Air Force logo, a bit. Uh,
3: you know, I, I, so, I, I I'm not a trademark lawyer, but uh, I think it looks, um, you know, it, it certainly is an improvement uh, over what has been. It's a nicer most, one, yes, for, for almost twenty years, exactly. Um, you know, it, it's, uh, it's it's modernized cleaner. for sure, right? Yeah, it's cleaner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's
0: it's it's a beautiful logo. Okay. It's just almost did someone wear it better first? <laughs> <laughs> Well, Kits, that's the end of our interview section for this episode. But uh, Mr. Chen was very generous with his time and has given us an extended interview, which is already posted if you would wish to listen to it. We'll be back right after this commercial. Hey there, Mr. Grizzly. Hey, Mr. Beaver. How you doing? I'm doing really well. Hey, uh, did you get something in the mail lately? Yes, um, Miss V. Mysteries. I yeah, I did too. Awesome. Bedside reading. Yes. Um, for those who don't know, the Miss V Mysteries is an LGBTQ plus cozy mystery series written by Delilah Knight. Miss V is 60, trans, and classy, sassy, and a bit smart From her kitten heels to her chic bob, Miss V is a lady through and through. When her late aunt's lawyer is found murdered, and clutching V's favorite Chanel jacket, she is immediately arrested. Can she find the real killer before the local law puts her away for good? Will she be forced to trade 50s rock and roll for jailhouse blues? Do prisons even have a happy hour? Well, none of the ones I've been in. Wait, what? What? There's a story there. We'll talk about that after the ad. Miss V and the Lettrous Lawyer is the first book in a humorous, cozy mystery series from by Ace author Delilah Knight. On sale now wherever e-books are sold. Paperback copies are also available or call your local library and ask them to get it in. Signed copies available at www.corvidmoonpublishing.com. That's www.corvidmoonpublishing.com allinoneword.com. The Miss V Mysteries. You need to be reading it.
1: We now return you to your regularly scheduled
0: program. Um, I had a really cool election experience because I worked at a polling station for cool. the first time. Cool. Uh, uh, Which was very cool. Uh, I wasn't allowed to comment on the day of the election, of course. Of course not. Uh, So, which is why we had to wrap up our episodes a little early. And I started Uh, my
1: vacation that day.
0: Yeah, exactly. Uh, And But uh, seriously, uh, to the listeners, if you have never done this in your life, if you have never volunteered at a polling place on election day, do it. Do it at least once in your life. Absolutely Mm -hmm. do it it is well worth it. It's seeing new ver- voters, first time voters, seeing people, oh my, I just, can I vote? Like, and seeing like, they're really concerned and they really do. It's like, yes, yes, not a problem. We've got you. But like the, the, oh my God, like I really, really want to, please help me. It's, it, it's yeah, it, it really is. Yeah, yeah, I see you're welling up, aren't you? Yeah. Um,
3: yeah uh, you know, uh, yeah. the,
0: little old ladies and, you know, and, and old men, like, you know, and and in this case uh, all polling stations that were normally going to be in long-term residence centers had been moved. Right. Mm, So they mm, they had to come mm. rather than having people come from the outside, they had to come to us. So they made the effort. University students, you know, that I just moved, like, can I register here? It's like, yes, yes, not a problem. Uh, In Kingston, where I was, the polling station, I Mm. wasn't at that one, but near the university. I think they were working till like one o'clock in the morning because all of the students had to register in the new polling area. Oh, Because there there wasn't any on-campus voting. and, and And again, the kids are all right. Oh, they stay. Yeah. Like, They're active. One to the the they stayed to vote. Well, I mean, right.
1: the part that gets me it, it's the the um, like you say the people. I just moved here from another part. I just immigrated. Can I vote?
0: I'm like, oh my goodness gracious. Yes, you can. Yes, absolutely can get. Yes, yes, yes. That just
1: punches me. <laughs> that just punches me right in the heart. It's like you you came here on the promise of a better life, and now you get to um, participate directly in that.
0: Wow, you are really
1: yeah, I am. Yeah, you, you get have to the participate. Off and everything. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. These are real tears. It's like you you get to totally participate in the democratic process to make this a better country, and 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 you came here for an opportunity to make your life better, and now you have an opportunity to improve the lives of your friends. And new na- your new friends and your new neighbors and your new loved ones who you you've just met. It's like uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, um, uh, uh, T- uh, Tarek. Um, he has, uh, he has uh, the, this- the piece by chocolate. Yes, yes, yes Syrian yes. refugee. Uh,
0: yes, yes. I, I know who you're talking about. I Can't remember his name off the top of my head.
1: It's it's Tarek. I can't remember the, his surname. Uh, so he owns this uh, chocolate company in, in uh, Halifax. He he had a chocolate. He was a chocolatier in Syria. Came here as a refugee due to the war and started up his chocolate company. It's Peace by Chocolate. Tarek Haddad. Thank you, Tarek Haddad. I knew I had his first name. I couldn't think of his last name. And, and he f- got to vote in his first federal election. Yeah, I saw that. And he, he tweeted it. He TikToked it. He was like, this is, he's like, I, I could not be happier. Yes. I've come to this country. I am a proud Canadian. It's like, this is the country we want, Right right oh man oh wow i love
0: seeing this i'm on the border i am on the edge (laughs) i start feeling like you're making me well it's like here's this
1: person who's been given an opportunity and has made the most of it came here as a refugee a refugee Mm -hmm. has become a canadian citizen started a company hiring local people giving back and is so happy and so proud and so honored to vote in a federal election for the first time where he knows that he has um, so many opportunities and so many protections and so many safety nets and the fact that um, what took place in his nation of birth, we will not allow that here
2: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm.
1: that gets me in the in the fields every time.
2: Mhm. Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. I got to yeah. excuse myself for a minute. Yeah. Are are we rolling or we're still rolling. Cool. I'm going to I'm going to pause oh. for just a minute. I got to excuse myself. I'm sorry.
0: And we're back, kids. How um, how you doing? Well, um I'm
1: good. I'm good. Just took me a few minutes to just sort of uh, compose myself there. Uh, I guess, I guess, you know, what I was just talking about hits me in the feels extra hard today because today is the 50th anniversary of the institution or, or implementation of multiculturalism in Canada. Yeah. And, um, you know, I, I was three when it took place and it's made our country the envy of the planet. Mm-hmm. It was the first nation on Earth to pull something like that off, and it was Pierre Trudeau who brought it in. And I've always been a fan of multiculturalism, and I've had friends who go, well, I'm like, yeah, you're here because of it, so shut up. <laughs> <laughs> and and oh, yeah, I never thought about it. Yes, you're here because of it.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: It's something that is the envy of the world and many nations throughout the world have since adopted
2: mm-hmm
1: you know the you know the 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 words on the uh, the plaque at the uh, station the bottom station of the Statue of Liberty yep, yep, bring me your me. tired hungry masses yearning to breathe free
2: yep.
1: we made that law in this country mm-hmm. we did it wasn't idle words we made that the rule of law in this nation 50 years ago today and look at how much it's improved our country People go well yeah. and i go well um we actually have food that's edible number one <laughs> number one right <laughs> we that have matters. we <laughs> have better drinks we have better food we have better athletes we have better singers we have better artists we have better everything better bianca scientists. and bianca andrescu sure better everything yeah. everything like i mean i i'd said one name bianca andrescu her parents immigrated here look at yep right Leila Fernandez
0: my sweetie because of immigration right yep he immigrated here after the fall of uh, Ceausescu in Romania
1: like uh, the MNRA vaccine developed by a Canadian whose parents immigrated here yep like Yeah. immigrants get it done
0: you do better with open arms you do you do
1: so much better with open arms.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And that's, you know, uh, for me, that's why I'm saying, if you have the chance, to go work at the polls. I mean, I was like an hour and a half in it, and I had helped, you know, 15 people vote, and I was feeling so good. I was just like, I helped people vote. I've, it's like been out of two hours, and I've already helped people vote. Oh, my God, this is so much fun. It's like, it's it's it sounds so super corny i know i know i know but you really it's a long day we started at 8 30 we were done at midnight yes and you know if there's any doubt if you've ever had any doubt about how the votes are counted and whether or not it's legit whether or not it's like trust me it's once you see how it's done i mean these are all little things you know Mm -hmm. that, that that you should know uh and all the security and all, it's, it's, it's incredible how much they have thought of every single possible thing.
1: Well, I, I've had friends who've worked for Elections Canada and said the integrity there is like second to none. Second yeah. to none. They—they they, uh, uh, Every individual who works for Elections Canada, like permanent employees, feel um, A, honored, and B, we have to walk a line.
0: Yes. we are the body that everybody calls around the world when they need their elections monitored. Yes. We're the ones they call. We walk
1: they're the sure. line. We made the line. We walk the line. We don't mess around with it.
0: Elections Canada and Statistics Canada.
1: Now, I, I did see some fringe elements of individuals throughout this country going, the, the fix was in. I'm like, oh, st- don't. Don't even begin with that because uh, you know how I do not tolerate intolerance. Sometimes Mm -hmm. I can be intolerant and I can be intolerant of garbage like that because I know that the integrity of Elections Canada is unquestionable. It's unassailable. Mm -hmm. If you Mm -hmm. start making that accusation, you remember how I said sometimes violence is necessary?
0: (laughs) Mm, Yes.
1: I'm I'm leaning.
0: I can't say I I entirely disagree, but it it fights with my inner pacifist.
1: I, I I'm a pacifist. I am, I am. But every now and then somebody needs to get a slap in the face. Because they, <laughs> they you can tell them you can you can show them all the proof there is. You can show them all the integrity. You can show them all everything. Here's all the spreadsheets. Here's everything. No, I still don't believe you.
0: Smack. I mean if we're, if we're talking about yeah the, the share snap out of it for moonstruck yeah a lot of people deserve one of those That's
1: what <laughs> I'm getting that's and
0: that's what I'm getting at That's
1: exactly what I'm getting at Yeah give your damn head a shake
0: Well, you know what Speaking of people who need to give a head a shake Let's talk about some of the parties <laughs> Let's talk about some of the parties How was that for smooth <laughs> That was a that was a good
1: segue my friend that was a very good segue
0: And if you want more of that smoothness, join us on our next episode.
1: Hello, kids. It's Mr. Grizzly, your friendly neighborhood grizzly bear, who is asking you how much you like this program. And I'm asking you if, well, you like this show, you like what you hear, and we're happy to do this for you, if you'd be willing to, you know, throw us a couple of bucks as a tip. And the reason we do this, the reason we ask this question is because there are some production costs involved we're happy to give this to you but you know feel free to send us a couple of dollars over dot uh, coffee.com and now the website is ko dash fi.com backslash eager beaver dollar two dollars fifty cents whatever whatever you can spare it helps us with our production costs mr beaver
0: that's right mr grizzly Uh, If you go to our coffee page, the recommended donation is $3, but it can really be anything you want, Um, less or more, if you happen to like this show, especially. Um, We reinvest uh, in the show. Uh, As you can tell, uh, the sound quality has improved since uh episode one and uh you know we want to see where this show can go uh hopefully we can maybe get some correspondence uh one day um uh, maybe film it uh, for youtube uh if uh, you guys have any suggestions of what you'd like to see the show become of course those are always welcome uh because you know we do this for you um so yeah uh every little bit helps and of course if you can't afford anything and you just like the show then please you know that's quite all right send us some comments let us know what you think of it uh that means just as much to us too
1: and don't forget the website www.ko-fi.com backslash eager beaver thanks eh
0: well kids that's the end of this special Beaver Bites one last bite. But it is not the end of our specials because well, we had so much to say it was pretty much a full mouthful. So join us uh, on our next episode where we will pick up and uh, we will talk about the political parties, their strategies and where they go next. And we will have another Beaver Bites to follow that about cabinet, which should be announced on the 26th of October. We hope that you will join us for those. Uh, A big heartfelt to our interview guest this week, Mr. Bert Chen. Uh, And uh, if you haven't yet heard, uh, we had an update where he has been suspended uh, from the National Council for a period of 60 days while uh, a committee reviews, quote unquote, reviews his behavior. So hopefully uh, that will go well for him, and we will have him back on our show to be able to talk more to him about that. Um, We welcome feedback in the form of compliments, bribes to be on the show, constructive criticism, gentle corrections, happy stories of things that have happened to you or your dear ones, and participation in our listeners' challenge. We want to know what it is that you want the government to focus on first after the election. You can do all of that on our Facebook blog page, the True North Eager beaver or at true on twitter if you like this podcast tell your friends they can find us on google spotify apple and mixcloud and if you really really like this podcast and wish to encourage us and if you want to be featured in our gratitude section well we work for tips so please feel free to buy a cup of coffee for mr grizzly here or a mug of hot chocolate for me via our coffee page at ko-fi.com backslash beaver that's ko-fi.com backslash beaver all in one word and lowercase. From the Beaver Lodge, this is your Eager Beaver saying, until next time, dear kids, it can be a tough world out there, so be kind to and gentle with yourself. Any words of wisdom, Mr. Grizzly? Yes, actually.
1: If you are a fan of this podcast, please subscribe. We like subscribers. And uh, it helps us build the show and make it better. I don't know if that's Mm -hmm. words of wisdom, but it's definitely thoughts that I have in my head.
0: (laughs) Good, good, good. They're good thoughts. And uh, if you happen to see this online, we uh, love it when you share our episodes. If you retweet them or share them on your Facebook, Uh, please please do get the word out. Right, we're, do. we're going for world domination.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, I don't know about that, okay. but we certainly want to get the word out. Uh, we we want to be a positive voice uh, in this world, and if you share our podcast, we can help become that voice. And yeah, you help us, we help you. Because if you share our voice, we're sharing your voice too.
0: Exactly. So yeah, maybe not world domination, maybe just domination of Thunder Bay. Kingston, maybe? Baby uh, steps. <laughs> <laughs> um, the True North Eager Beaver podcast is an eager beaver. Well, let's try that again. The True North Eager Beaver <laughs> I can't keep talk rolling. About. Keep the rolling. The Eager Beaver podcast is an Eager Beaver Mr. Grizzly collaboration. Research, story, and guest curation and copy written by the Eager Beaver. Recording, production, editing, and additional research by Mr. Grizzly. Music courtesy of Ben Sound Royalty Free Music. Once again, thank you to our founding sponsors, The Peppermaster, The Miss Mysteries from Corvid Moon Publishing, and CanadianTarot.com. And once again, thank you to our guest, Birch Chen. We hope that you enjoy the extended interview already posted. We'll see you soon. I'm Matt Cundal, host of the Sound Off Podcast, the show about podcast and broadcast.